0: in our worship tonight we give you all the praise and the glory
1: there's a mighty river flowing there's a mighty in the this- to Rivers of Living Waters broadcast with your host, Elder Christine Pearson, Senior Elder of Ancient of Days Ministries International, an outreach ministry commissioned by Christ to make all men see what is the fellowship of a mystery which was hidden in God before the foundation of the world. This mystery was Christ in you, the hope of glory and to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ Jesus. I truly greet you this afternoon. In the precious name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So glad to be here again in the studios of Heavenly Host International Radio. Uh, Praise the Lord. This is a, a mighty, mighty radio station. I think God is really using it for his glory under the auspices of our precious Apostle Josea Miguel. God bless you Apostle to be in the you. studio with you again. And uh, I have just been uh, pretty much going uh, looking at Heavenly Hills International Radio and uh, so many people are viewing in and writing in because I um, one of the things that we try to deal with is current truth. And uh, we don't want to get into like a lot of places, get into a box and try to just minister about uh, behavior and character, you see. But we want to keep people abreast of the times that we're in. I just thank God that he gave apostle uh, the last time in First John 2 in 18, uh, the time of the Antichrist. And as you know, this is where uh, we're headed. <clears throat> things are getting in place to facilitate the Antichrist. I mean, in all levels, uh, global, uh, cyberspace, uh, all kind of things that they're doing as far as microchips uh, artificial intelligence uh, making laws and that will accommodate the coming era of the Antichrist and Christ uh, informed the body to be watching and to be waiting and to be and to be found doing what he has called us to do and to be in prayer constantly praying for those that are in authority, uh, those kings and nations and that kind of thing. Uh, and and I see a lot of the, the churches, basically I've just focused, you know, on, well, you need to do this, you need to get your act together, and fine. But we have a role as the royal priesthood uh, to watch everything and be in prayer and to be what Second Thessalonians two and seven, the restraining force for the kingdom of darkness that it won't just overtake because you. we talked on yesterday that, that gross darkness is covering the people. And yes, we need uh, uh, the, the body of Christ, uh, like me, we need lots of help as far as character, and we work on that, but we kind of do that concurrently at the same time that we're watching and restraining. And you don't hear much about it in the churches about the church, the body of Christ, the royal priesthood restraining the darkness. A lot of churches are, but a lot of churches aren't. And we must be found doing what our Lord asks us to do when He comes. We must be looking for His appearing. We must be abreast of what's going on so that we can effectively restrain until the restrainer is taken out of the way. And uh, if we're constantly just focusing on us, then what about the world? And us being a light. Us being a bridge. Us being a, a, a people that will resist the devil. That's important, too, because God so loved the world, not just the church. He loved the world. And today we're going to be talking about this very thing because uh, in prayer, uh, and I even got the date here, uh, it was not long uh, after the attack in Israel That the word of God told us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and of course, that's what I did. You see, and I mean, I'm binding and loosening and 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 declaring and decreeing and, and all kind of things against Israel's enemies, and uh, and I mean, I went at it too. And I know a lot of the other prayer warriors, intercessors was going after. Israel's enemies like 40 going north and bind them, Lord, overthrow them, Lord, Uh, destroy, you know, this is what we're praying because we wanted to pray for the peace of Jerusalem as we were asked, you know. And then, of course, we did uh, Psalms 122, peace within their borders and prosperity within their walls and, and on and on. And I was going at it in prayer, and the Lord stopped me. He stopped me with something that was very, very unique, and and uh, I'm I was waiting to see if I have heard it from anybody else, and so far I haven't. But He stopped me in the midst of my trying to bomb, you know, Lord bomb Israel's enemies and this and that and the other, and He said. He got it right here. Stop praying selfish prayers. Stop praying selfish prayers. He said a lot of the body of Christ is praying selfish prayers. In other words, he says, everybody's praying and asking me to kill Israel's enemies and tear them up and all of this. And and, and it's a form of retaliation against what they uh, did to Israel. And, of course, we we, we want them to get their just due. There's no question about that. He said, but everybody's praying that. And uh, he said, we pray based on our understanding of how God is. And he said, many times you don't really know what my heart is. You, you're praying because you feel like, you know, eye for an eye, two for two. He said, but do you really know my heart? Um, he said, we must actually know thee, your character, your nature, your heart, your desires, your thoughts, how you love and do things, how you care. And above all, this got me. He said, that I'm not willing that any perish. I'm wanting all men to come to repentance and knowing you did not make hell for men. I didn't make hell for men. I made hell for the devil and his angels. I didn't make it for man. And uh, he went on to say, do you know why, and he got, I had a list, I had to write down a list of these folks. He said, you know why I answered Abimelech's prayer? You know, Abimelech is the one that took Abraham's wife into his harem. And God dealt with him in a dream. We went over that when we were talking about the silver cord. Abimelech repented. He said, Lord, I didn't know. And this is what Jesus prayed for on the cross father forgive them because they don't know what they're doing and abimelech said the same thing did he not tell me did and abraham tell me that that was your sister and even sarah said that abraham was her brother and he said out of the integrity of my heart i took sarah and the lord said i know i know out of your integrity of, of your heart you did this But you better return her, or else you a dead man. And not only are you a dead man, I'm going to eradicate your entire lineage. (laughs) Guess what? Sleep time was over for Abimelech. (laughs) He got up early in the morning, called all his staff together, and then he, he, he went and made amends with Abraham. You know the story. But he said, do you know why I call Abraham my friend what well, I call Moses and, and and Moses I let him talk to me face to face he said a lot of people come to God but are they talking to him face does he allow you to talk face to face with him and 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 job was another one job and he and he said David A man after my own heart. He said, Abel. These are special people. Abel. And you know, um, let's see who else he got. Samuel. We got Samuel here. The prophet Samuel. He said, the reason why I let them get close to me, which a lot of us intercessors, we need to be working on getting close to God. He said, because they did what I wanted. They didn't come into my presence and tell me to do what they wanted. He said, even my only begotten son, in Psalms 40, he said, Behold, I come in the volume of the book it is written of me, And he said, I delight to do thy will. Thy law is in my heart. Uh, What about Cain and Abel? Both of these two boys had the opportunity to minister unto the Lord. One ministered out of his flesh, but the other one knew what God liked and gave God what he wanted. And that's why even though he was dead, his blood still spoke. Uh, Well, let's go to, uh, let's try Psalm 103. We're going to talk about Moses. He said, uh, deal with these other people that I'm talking about before I call you, let you know who they are or what their title is. Let's go to Psalm 103. And verse 7. See, <clears throat> body of Christ, we have to not just go by traditions or be led by our own understanding or think we can just perceive what God wants, even though he's telling us to pray. Pray always with all and supplication in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance for all saints. Yeah, but you always want to find out what God wants and pray that. That will get more accomplished than giving God a laundry list of what he need to do. And it says in Psalms 103 and verse 7. He made known his ways unto Moses. His acts unto the children of Israel. You know why he made known his acts to the children of Israel? Because they was praying and telling God what he ought to do. But Moses wasn't like that. Let's go to, I believe it's Numbers 12 and 7. Numbers 12 and 7. I'm going to show you how, uh, if I can, how Moses interacted with God. We might have to go to Exodus 32 and 10. Uh-huh. Let's go to t- Numbers 12 and 7. Let's start at 6. It's 5. We talked about this yesterday, Apostle. Mm-hmm. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. Here's the silver cord we have just got out of talk. He will make known to a vision like he did the Apostle Paul, or in a dream like he did Daniel and others. But watch this. Number seven. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently or plain, you know, plain speech. You're not going to get some, you know, hidden thing in a dream or, a vision you know that that might be you got to put it together or figure it out but he said I'm going to talk to him mouth to mouth plain plain speech right out the mouth and not in dark speeches that's what you get a lot of times in these dreams and visions and the similitude or his bodily form of the lord shall he behold Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and while we're on that, I like to ask that question to the body of Christ. Weren't you, you better be afraid to speak yeah. against those that are in leadership over you. You better be scared. You better be afraid. A lot of us think that they're just one of the boys. They are not one of the boys. Mm-hmm. Did you see here? He told him, Moses, I speak mouth-to-mouth with him, and I've told you over and over that the anointing does not come down to the beard or the skirts of the garment. It goes to the head, the angel of the church. And the things that he tells that angel of the church, you ain't seeing him telling uh, Aaron and Miriam nothing. Matter of fact, I don't know nowhere where Aaron had a dream or a vision. Or Miriam. But you see how he talked to Moses. And they both brothers and sisters on the same out of the same womb. Same rank. They might he might your pastor might be an elder, but he's the chief elder. Even though I'm an elder, my pastor is an elder. All of us got that rank. And we got the we got the opportunity to shepherd. However, when I'm at my church, I am submitted to the chief elder. We go right back to Psalms 133. It comes down to the head, down to the beard, down to the skirt. And I ain't going nowhere. I am not going to get out of my rank for nothing because it is dangerous to do that. You take your life into your hands. Anyway, I can go on and on about that because I see so much disrespect yeah. going on. And people thinking that the pastor is one of the boys. He is not. He is not one of the boys, sir. Watch this. Wherefore, then, were you not afraid to speak against? to speak against my servant Moses. Watch this. Next thing. And the anger. See, that makes God angry. The anger of the Lord was kindled against them. He get mad when you talk about his servant. Oh, he get mad. And he departed. You remember pastor I told you about when the Lord sat me down? I kept why I got to do this, and why I got to do that uh, and then I heard this voice, well don't do it then," and it was like somebody left. Uh-huh. it was just like here, yeah it, it, this is what I'm talking about yeah. and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. It was like somebody left the room and slammed the door behind them uh-huh. when when I heard "Don't do it then and I knew I had admit I knew I was had crossed the line in yeah, and little by little by little he sat me down for years. I couldn't pay nobody to have me over to speak. They tell me no. I I was sat down for years and do you know what? I didn't fight against that. I went and got my happy little hips in the corner somewhere and opened my Bible and let the Holy Spirit continue to shape and mold me and take on the characteristics of my father. See, that's what we gotta do. When we get a spanking, when we get a whooping. Don't rile up against your your uh a uh, parent. Don't don't do that. Because see when you do that, you come you coming up against divine authority and he will deal with you harshly if you don't humble yourself. I mean I humbled myself. I said, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I humbled myself and went on in the corner and sat out like I was supposed to, and learned some stuff, and then, little by little by little, he put me back up, and he could have sat me down forever yeah I would have never been able to go forth and he would guess what apostle he would have used somebody else, yes, he would have got somebody else, God has never. Without help,
0: Amen.
1: mm-hmm. You might think that you' some big Kahuna, and God and God ain't gonna work without. You. Oh, honey, He will work without you. Ask Gehaza, yeah. Elijah's uh, servant. He was a leper f- for the rest of his life. He yeah. was no longer ministering under Elijah. And guess what? God got other folk to help Elijah. Yeah. Elijah finished his course. You know, they, they, they think that they... Uh, why am I hearing this? Amen. One monkey don't stop no Amen. show.
0: <laughs> Timely words. I'm
1: hearing this. Uh-huh. One monkey don't stop no show. Yeah. But, but it's for your benefit. Yes. For you to humble yourself. Okay, now. And you know the reason why God used Moses? is because... Uh, let's go over to... Let's try Exodus 32, 10 to 14. That might be when he interacted with the Father. Exodus 32 and 10. I'm hoping this is this, this interlog, in dialogue. Um, yeah, this is it. This started, let's uh, start at 7, Exodus 32 and 7. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down for thy people which thou brought out of the land. Which you, you notice he said, thy people. He told Moses. Yeah. I like that. Go get thee down for thy people which thou brought out of the land of Israel have corrupted themselves. He didn't already... Uh, exited them as his people anymore. It ain't his people no more. He called it the Moses' people. They have verse eight. They have turned aside quickly out of the way. See, some of y'all a least little thing and you jump out the covenant. Least little thing happened, and you jumping out the, the 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 boat of safety because your little feelings got hurt. I've been around. I've been running for Jesus a long time, and I've been hurt too. But I ain't never thought about leaving my Savior. I don't care how bad it got. But it said, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf. Now they going after money again. That molten calf was pure gold. So that, to me, you jumping out of the ark of safety going after money. All right. And have worshipped it. And have sacrificed thereunto and said, These be their gods. They actually made their calf their god and 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 forsook Jehovah and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. I never saw a golden calf bring any of them folk up out of Egypt. I saw Moses though. And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them. You're gonna kill all of them folk, all of them. And I will make of thee a great nation. Now see, if you were not, I would say, shaped, molded, and formed, and 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 made and been in the oven, I say, long enough to take on the character of your father. You probably would have went for that offer. I'm gonna make a nation out of you. Oh yeah, I can. I'm gonna be somebody great. But see, Mo, see, that's why God chose Moses because he wasn't like that. Watch this. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord. Why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people? He turned it back Man. over to him. Thy people. Which thou had brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn! from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember, see, he's not looking at himself. He's looking at other people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, or Jacob, thy servant, to whom thou swore by thy own self and said unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, And all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. This is Egypt up until the Euphrates. God gave that land to Abraham. And watch this, verse 14. If you get a chance, I want you to write this in stone. Watch this. After Moses got finished talking face-to-face with Almighty God, watch this. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. I feel the presence of the Lord right now. Thank
0: you.
1: He told me in Ezekiel 22 and 30, and I sought for a man among them, that they should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land. Glory to God. That I should not destroy it. But in Ezekiel 22, 30, he said, he, he was telling me, but I didn't find anybody. I didn't find anybody that would be willing to stand in the gap. Be willing to make up the head. But be willing to tell me, when you talk about killing Israel's enemies... Are you willing to come and tell me, John three sixteen, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life? Can I find somebody that will tell me to my face, 1 Timothy 2 and 4, Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? Or will say to me that 2 Peter 3.15 an account that the long-suffering of our Lord is for salvation? No, you want me to go off and kill folk. To murder them. Some of them are husbands. And got wives and kids. And yes they deserve everything. They deserve punishment. He said I'm not clearing the guilty. He gave me that. In uh, uh, Exodus 34. When he says that. That by no means clears the guilty. Because there's going to be people that. Once I reveal myself to them, they're going to repent. Even those brutal beasts, when I appear, some of them already have, because he's appeared to them in dreams already. And they have repented of the evil that they did to Israel. And God is going to have mercy on them and save them. But then there's going to be others that will not repent And they will perish. Oh, yeah. But God said in Jeremiah 5 and 1, Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now and know and seek in the broad places or the public square thereof, if you can find a man. If there be any that executed judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. He said, I'm looking for intercessors, people that will stand in the gap for the ungodly. Because it says in Romans 5 and 6 For when we yeah. were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly that's who Christ died for yeah do you understand we need to know God's character and what's in his heart he says in Isaiah 53 12 therefore will I divide him a portion with the great talking about Christ Jesus and he shall divide the spoil with the strong why Because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. He took our place. He took our place. Watch this. And he bare the sin of many. And made intercession. Watch this. He made intercession for the transgressors. Now, this word interception, it means he interrupted the plan that was due transgressors. They were going to go to hell and perish forever, but because of his blood, because of his sacrifice, because of his intercession, because of what he said on the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. It said he interrupted that. So now God can have mercy. That's the way he is. That's his nature. He's ever merciful. He's full of compassion. That's his nature. And it says here. In Micah seven eighteen, Who is a God like unto thee? that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He retaineth not his anger forever. Why? Because he delighteth in mercy. See, when we come before the Lord, and we call it prayer, that be a nice, we pray, but it's, well, our prayer is based on our own soulish realm. What we think, what we feel, what we want. And he said, stop praying selfish or soulish prayers. When you talk about an intercessor, an intercessor is someone who prays or petitions In favor of someone else, they're not looking at their pain. They're not looking at what's been done to them. That's how Jesus was on the cross. He's not looking at what they did and they spit in his face, pulled his beard, called him illegitimate, and cussed him out. He didn't look at that. He looked beyond their fault and saw their need, they needed a savior. They needed the lamb of God that would take away the sin. And he said, here to me, now, <laughs> this is how the Lord deal with me, so here we go. He said, now, <laughs> you praying for the peace of Jerusalem, talking about bombing, you know, Hamas, Hezbollah, Houthi, Iran, Russia, everybody. Bomb, kill them all. He said, now, just think about when I say pray for the peace of Jerusalem. He said, now watch this. Is it more fighting and killing of the terrorists or what about this? If the terrorists get saved, hello, wouldn't there be peace in Jerusalem? If they got saved, if they repented and asked God to forgive them, if they saw the error of their way, if they saw that they had perverted that which was right, if they saw that they had sinned and repented, which he asked all of us to do, he said, wouldn't there be peace in Jerusalem then? My thoughts are not your thoughts. That's what he told me. Your ways. As the heavens are high above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. And how many times do we go into prayer and say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Not my way, but thy way, O Lord. And then we go right into our dialogue about what God ought to be doing. Not taking into consideration his nature, his character, and what's on his heart. Many times when I go into prayer, I say, "Lord," and that morning I had prayed, "Lord, tell me what's on Your heart. What do You want to do? How You feel about the situation?" You know I'm mad, <laughs> but how do You feel about this? Because see, we let's not forget, we are servants of the Most High God. We're not in charge. We're not in charge. Jo- we got to follow out what he tell us to do, right. as the royal priesthood. We're not. We don't tell him what to do. He has his own uh, uh, platform set up already, and it goes all the way to the eternal ages. You see, and he's and it's gonna go his way. But are you gonna be instrumental in helping it go the way God wants it to go? Or are we going to stay in the flesh and look at it with eyes of the flesh? Remember, I, I, I never talked about this, uh, but I, I did it on when I was at another radio station. I talked about the eyes of the flesh. That is, is slow to comprehend things and see things gradually and then miss a lot of stuff. Those are the eyes of the flesh. They don't see like the eyes of the spirit. And a lot of times when we pray, we pray with flesh in mind. We do. We want it to go our way. We want it to work out the way we feel like it ought to work out. And how many times do we have to say to ourselves, the way it's been working out with my understanding, it ain't helped me at all. It's been a mess. It's going somewhere to happen. If we have it our way. And he tells me here, he had to, I I got a lot about these intercessors. Uh, He said, as David was a man after my own heart. Let's go to uh, Acts 13 and 22. Acts thirteen to twenty two. For those of you that have your Bibles. This teaching is for mature saints that that exercise their senses to discern Good and evil that can handle meat. A lot of babes cannot handle this message Amen. because they want to do their own thing. And it says uh, Act uh, Acts thirteen. Uh, let's try. Let's try twenty Acts thirteen twenty. And after that he gave unto them judges about the space of 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward they desired a king. And God gave unto them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of 40 years. And when he had removed him. See, some kings God had to get out. And he was removed. He raised up unto them David to be their king. It said, God raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, and you can find this in Psalms 89, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will, my will we pray that thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven we pray these but we're not praying it in spirit we're praying it with eyes of the flesh thy king and then when we say thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth then we pray and tell god what he ought to be doing And don't have a clue as to what his will is at that moment in the earth. See, what happened with David, he knew that God wanted to dwell among his people. And he knew that in order for God to dwell among his people, he had to bring the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem so that God can dwell among his people. Well, Saul never, this one that he removed his king... That Ark of the Covenant sat in Kiriath-Jerim for 20 years and Saul never thought about bringing it to Jerusalem. You see here that Saul, he was king for 40 years and the Ark of the Covenant was in Kiriath-Jerim for 20 years and Saul never thought about going to get the Ark so God can dwell among his people. He didn't even think about what God wanted at all, but he says here, I have found david verse twenty two the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will what he just like Abel he knew that God wanted the firstling, and the fact. And that's what he gave God. And God had respect unto him because he gave God what he wanted. And Cain gave God what he thought God should have. And he did not have respect to his offering. And here, this is what the Lord was telling me. I want you to pray for Hamas. Bala. all of these folk that you wanted me to kill. <laughs> and I want you to pray. I want you to pray just like you would pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And you know what I did? I did not play with that. I went down and I prayed hard for them. And one of the things we were with, Brother Mike, of the week here and when he said, he came in and he said that he had gotten a report that a lot of Islam people were having dreams about Jesus, I knew because that's what I had prayed. I prayed, one of the things I prayed for when the Lord told me to pray for them, I prayed Job 33 15. Mm. I said, Lord, when deep sleep fall upon them, open their ears and seal your instruction. And when he, Mike came in and said, I heard that a lot of, a lot of um, Muslims or whatever are having dreams about Jesus. I said, there it is. There it is. Now, see, that didn't even take five years for God to move on that. Like, sometimes we praying and taking forever. But God moved immediately on that dream. Why? That was his will. It is not his will that anybody perish. Yeah. He loved the whole world. And he and it tells me here, let's go to Second Peter three and nine. <clears throat> For the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness but is long suffering to usward not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance and even in Revelation 2 21 it tells us about Jezebel he gave her space to repent he gave her time to repent Jezebel the one who killed the prophets of Jehovah, and uh huh, and Obadiah had to put him in caves, because Jezebel was coming after all of God's prophets, and it says in Revelation two twenty one that he gave her space to repent, but she repented not, so she was destroyed. But look at that, she killed God's prophets, and he gave her space to repent. <laughs> Look at here. And it said the Lord uh, in 2 Peter 3 and 9. If you go to Exodus 34, 6, and I believe, yeah, let's just go over to Exodus. I'm going to show you our, our Father and what he's like. (laughs) we're going to go Exodus 34 and we're going to do 6 and 7, okay? This is when Moses asked the Lord Show me thy glory. You asking me to go up here with all of these millions of people. But you have not showed me if you going to go with me. And he told him, surely I'm going to be with you. But one of the things he told him, and I believe it's in 33. Let's go over one more page and then we'll go back to that. Let's go to Exodus 33 and then we're going to go back to 34. Let's go with 13, Exodus 33 and 13. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee that I may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with me, and I will give thee rest. And he said, uh, let's drop down to 17. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And 19, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. 20. And he said, You cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass, while my glory passes by that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by and I will take away my hand and thou shalt see my back parts but my face shall not be seen see, nobody can look in the face of God and not be disintegrated so he covered him But go down to, let's go to 34, and he's going to reveal to Moses his character. Exodus 34. Uh, Let's start at 5. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord, verse 6, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful, merciful, and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children even unto the third and to the fourth generation, but he revealed to Moses what he was like, that he was compassion, full of compassion. that's the way God is. And when we try to I'll put it like sick God on sick, God on people. God is not like that. God is full of compassion, he's merciful, He's gracious. He suffered a long time. He has long patience. He forbears uh, uh, for a long time. He will patiently endure (sighs) even the vessels that have been uh, targeted for destruction. Look at how he did Nineveh. Nineveh was just like uh, 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 Hamas in a sense. They were their descendants. And they were horrible to Israel. They would skin Israel alive. They did horrible things to uh, the Israelis. That's why Jonah didn't want to go and preach to him. He wanted God to kill him. He wanted God. And that's why when God told him to go to Nineveh, (laughs) he bought a ticket to to Tarshish and went down. I'm not going to preach to them people. This is how we are a lot of times. We want our uh, God's wrath to be poured out on our enemies eventually, but we don't We leave God out. We don't realize that God wants to be merciful. That's his nature. When we start telling God what to do, you better look at his nature. He suffered long in his kind. You know, he's patient. You know, he he waited 430 years, he told us to Abraham, until the iniquity of the Amorites had come to fulfillment. 400 years he waited. And then he got them off and then moved Israel Israel. When he gave Moses Abraham that dream, or I, I say when he put Moses Abraham into that deep sleep and told him that they were going to go into a land where they would be enslaved and but then afterwards they would come out with much substance, he said, yeah, that's going to be uh, in a little while, but I can't do it now because the iniquity of the Amorites that are already in that land has not come to the f- fruition yet. I got to wait. I'm still waiting on them to get saved. I'm still waiting to be gracious. I'm still waiting for salvation to the Amorites, like the Ninevites. They were horrible folk to the Israelis. But God was patiently waiting to save them. Patiently. It says that uh, He's waiting for men to obtain mercy. In 1 Timothy 1 See, we ready to just throw the baby out with the bath water. <laughs> and, and y'all know how I do that. <laughs> but the Lord will tell me, wait, wait. They may repent. And I can have mercy. And I can save them, I can spare their life. I'm into life. I'm not into death. You know, and uh he said he is plenteous in mercy and truth. Plenteous. We have to understand this is what our father is like. And we need to let the mind be in us. Which is also in Christ Jesus. We can't go ahead of God and, and make uh, uh, judgments for Him. Remember, He's committed all judgment to the Son, all of it. And, and He has the nature of His Father, He's long suffering. We've been wanting to know why the rapture happened by now, all this going on. God is waiting. For men to obtain mercy. Mm hmm. Yeah. He said, and this is very important, I'm shutting down. In the midst of judgment, what was going on now, he said, he can provide mercy and judgment. That means when I show you you're wrong show you the area of your way. That's a form of judgment. He said, there's mercy in that. I can be merciful if you repent and turn from that. But once I pour out my wrath, there's no more mercy. Remember, I sometimes I pray, Lord, in the midst of judgment, remember mercy. And he's all for that. But once he pour out his wrath, he's angry and pour out his wrath... There's no more mercy in that. You just get, you just perish. You just perish. I'm going to shut it down. My time is up. We're going to get into more of this because uh, there's more about being an intercessor. Another term is a messenger, an interpreter a sweetener. You know, in negotiations, many times, uh, the mediator will, will add this or that to sweeten the deal so that it will be more palatable for somebody to agree to terms. He said, well, I'll throw in this, or I'll throw in that. And that's what God calls an intercessor, a sweetener, like Moses. You saw how Moses remember Abraham, remember Isaac, you swore to them, He threw that in there. (laughs) And God, remember, I swore to these men, I swore to Abraham, that you're going to be as multiple as the sand of the seashore and the stars in heaven, your descendants will be. And if I cut cut them off now and make a nation out of Moses, that will never happen. So that's another name for intercessor, a sweetener. We gonna get into more of that on our next apostle. Did you have something that you would like to share?
0: You said something that really blessed me, mm-hmm. and and I think for a pastor that is experiencing mm-hmm. the grief of ministering to people mm-hmm. uh, and the, the the issues that comes with that, yeah. defiance, stiff neckedness you know, stubbornness, rebellion. Yes, it was a healing word for me. Um, to hear because I, and we teach this so that people understand that our way doesn't work in God's will. And you said that because his ways are higher. God's ways are higher. So my way don't fit in God's will. When Jesus said, mm-hmm. nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. Yeah. He had just told Peter, don't you know I can call yeah, down some angels right. and deal yeah. with this? Yeah. Jesus could have took care of the situation himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he came not to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. came to give his life a ransom for us. Yeah. He knew the will of the Father.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And it's the same with us. If we know the will of the Father, we need to know, learn his ways. You know, learn of him. And then carry out, because some of us aren't ready for the will of God. That's true. Now, that may be hard to hear and that hard sounds for people good. to say.
1: Ta- talk to us about that. They're uh, not, ready, they're for not
0: ready for that. Yeah. They're not ready for that. There yeah. are some things, even to give an example, uh, I was just looking and, and my eyes fell on the qualifications of a bishop mm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: or qualifications of a deacon. Mm-hmm. You know, you must first be this, this, this. There's an order. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And you have to be proved yeah. by the person that God has set over your life Yes. Not just to ordain you, but to train you and to teach you and to prepare you for the work in that office. Yes, yes. Not for a work for you to uh, take his job. Right, right. (laughs) Because that's where a lot of people's minds are. Yeah, yeah. They're... they're, uh, um,
1: That's good.
0: Ambitious. Mm. Overly ambitious. There's nothing wrong with ambition Mm -hmm. so long as it lines up with God's will. Mm. But to desire more than what you're called to, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And you'll overshoot something or you'll, in that process of trying to be more than what you're called to be, you're going to mess some people up along the way. Mm, Yeah, Along with yourself. Mm -hmm. Thinking that you're something when you're not. Mm -hmm. God didn't call you to be all of that Mm -mm. and a bag of chips. No. He called you with a holy calling. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that this week. So, there are some behaviors that have to be uh, for the person that's been chosen Mm -hmm. they have to conduct themselves in a manner that is acceptable to God that is he said present yourself a living sacrifice Mm -hmm. this is part of all of this what we're talking about and what you pointed out your way so you say your will be done but you want to do it your way Mm -hmm. you're not ready Hmm. You're not ready. Your way, you got to throw your way out the window. That's true. Paul said it this way in the third chapter of Philippians. He said, all that I have obtained, I counted rubbish.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: counted hmm as dumb. Yes. That I might know the excellency. That I might uh, uh, receive the excellency of the knowledge of God. Yes. Or, or knowledge of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Huh? That I might know him. See, yes. there are some things that you got to know.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You know God don't want you to be a know-it-all, yeah. but there's some things that you need to we know need before to know. you accept and even start operating in any office. That's true. To okay, uh-huh. who you are, that from me on down, that's mm-hmm. every that, mm-hmm. that, that same requirement is for everybody. Yes. See, you you have to submit. Yes. Uh, to those who have the rule over you, you have to submit mm-hmm. one first to God.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And and thinking that you've submitted to God and disobeyed the man of God or woman of God or the servant of God, like Moses had to go. I just got through preaching about Miriam.
1: Yeah, we were talking about yesterday. I just recently Miriam. talked to
0: and and we preached a couple of weeks ago. The Lord had me to warn the congregation. Don't don't be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to fall into that. Mm-mm. Fortunately for Miriam. Moses interceded, interceded for, for her. Her. the very one that was being attacked. Yeah, became the one to save her from the wrath of God We don't look at these things we think that we could just I like what you said that the pastor isn't one of the boys He's We're not. not on the same level.
1: No way even with my son.
0: My son's 40 years old mm-hmm. I don't talk to him on the same level mm-hmm. that I talked mm-hmm. that I would
1: you mm-hmm. know
0: we talk like men mm-hmm. but I'm your father. Yes. There is a level of respect. There's an order of respect that is. I don't care how old you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. with all my children and it's exactly. the same with me. I respect my elders, those yes. that are my, oh, yes. those that are above me. Mm-hmm. I respect them in the office and in the yes. way that they should be respected and the honor that they are due. Yes. Give them that that honor. Hmm. It's the same all the way across the board, even in the natural mm-hmm. realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our jobs, mm-hmm. you know, you show respect to the president of the company or the owner of the company. Yes. You show respect to certain mm-hmm. bosses in your mm-hmm. field. Even if you're in management, there's someone above you. You yes. show respect to them. And that same respect that you show, you're going to receive mm-hmm. if you are, you know, acting That's corporate. right. That's you know, true. So there are some things that folks are just not ready for. hmm when, when when Peter said, "Let let us pick us out seven men of good report," mm-hmm. and you're being examined. Mm-hmm. A, 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 a good leader or good leadership, even though we're, the Lord is sending men or people to come into the work to help. And I like something else you said. Just because you're not helping or you're not getting your way or things aren't happening the way you want them to happen, don't mean that God's will ain't going to be done. God will get; He'll send help. Uh, the, mm. I kid you not. Yesterday, I was sitting and I was meditating, and the Lord said, The work will not stop. Mm. The work must keep going. I don't care what's going on in the ministry, right, right. keep doing the work. In fact, the Word of God said, Be not weary in your well doing, for mm. in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hey, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get tired, mm. but don't be weary in your well doing.
1: Yeah, See, There's a
0: specific phrase there yes you know the, uh, you can get tired of pokes mess and all that mm-hmm. trash they bring and all that stuff and even some of the things that you might be experiencing mm-hmm. but don't quit
1: okay? because
0: god's will his word is not going to go out and return to boy. first of all we know that that's scriptural mm-hmm. especially if the will of god is being performed mm-hmm. in the place where you're worshiping that's right okay Just because it ain't going your way don't mean that God's way or God's will. Because it it ain't just his way, it's Mm -hmm. his will. Mm -hmm. It is not going to come back to him, boy. His word is his will. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. So there's a lot. When you think about serving, it's not what you think it is. It's not cookies and cream. That's right. Or or just being in front of the camera or in front of a microphone. There is some things that you have to discipline yourself in, yes. in order to conduct yourself in the way that God would want you to be, mm-hmm. not what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to tell folks mm-hmm. off and uh, you know, check everybody that come down the pipe, or because I disagree with you, I ain't gonna talk mm-hmm. to you and I ain't, I, I ain't gonna do nothing. All this is nonsense, mm-hmm. that's childish, yeah. That applies to everybody, that's yeah. not just to uh, uh, whoever, you know, God's no respecter person. The same rule we said this many times, even yesterday, this word applies to every man, Mm -hmm. whether you're a believer or a non-believer, but especially if you are a Mm -hmm. believer, Mm -hmm. uh, a servant, or a child of God, this word applies to your life.
1: Exactly.
0: Now, just because folks reject his word doesn't mean it doesn't apply. Absolutely. The same word, if you come into Christ, you're going to have to follow the same word. Absolutely. You know, there's nothing, you don't have a separate set of words for, mm-hmm. you know, your mm-hmm. feelings and how you, would depending on how you feel about it. No, God doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's ministering and training up a people shouldn't operate that way either. Absolutely. You know, well, I don't want to, you know, offend. I don't want people to feel this type of way. I don't have, we don't have no control over that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Folks on the field, that person has control over their feelings or their emotions. That's
1: true. Not you. Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God. But that, that that's where I was. And I thank you for this because you said I, where because as the lord was ministering to you and as you was giving it out it was feeding me i was i mm-hmm. was really drinking it in because i needed that drink of water i really did because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times uh I, I know times past early when i started pastoring mm-hmm. i would take the blame for everything that happened you know just because i didn't want people to think that you know uh uh I don't know what I was thinking I was I was young as a passion I didn't want to hurt anybody I think that's what it was what right. about hurting their feelings I didn't want to hurt the individuals. Right. you know what I'm saying I didn't want to send them yes. yes yes that was my biggest concern woe unto the one who scattered my sheep I, that was my mm-hmm. biggest thing I didn't want to be I've been scattering.
1: there I've been there <laughs> that's scary
0: but then I had to learn wait a minute the truth is the truth
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if folks are scattering after they have received the truth or they're uh, 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 in neutral for some reason, that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I've performed and I've done what I was supposed to do and I could rest in that. you know. And I had to learn to accept that. I had to learn how to grow into that, that everything's not my fault. Uh, if I'm just like I'm not right all the time, I'm not wrong all the time either, Amen. especially when it's concerning the will of God. Amen. If I'm ministering the word of God, the word of truth, I'm doing it in love. I have nothing to be ashamed of. I have nothing to be afraid of. And I can just rest in knowing that God's gonna God's gonna perform it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Paul said. He said, The one who called you to this work mm-hmm. this good work is able to perform it mm-hmm. or finish it. God's gonna finish it. The seed's been sown, the rain's gonna fall, and God will give the increase. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the things that comfort mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. even as you minister today. You know, everybody that that um, That cries out, Lord, and and, you know they say even in your face, you know Mm -hmm. Miriam, his own sister, Mm -hmm. and brother, you know uh,
1: backbiting. Yeah, you know uh, they hit a man. Same thing happened with Jesus. Now, you know a lot of times when I feel sorry for myself about the way my family is, he said, look at Jesus' family. Uh Just look at Jesus' family. Yeah, he couldn't depend on his family for support. Amen. He yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Even his mother, and his mother knew. knew Yeah, she knew yeah. he was we teach the Messiah. That yes, but yeah. but here we go back into the soulish realm. Yeah, when we come down to things needing to be carried out, we think it need to go the way. I, I think it ought to, to go. Yeah. You know, the the angel told her. Yeah, that he's going to be the Son of God. Uh huh. I don't know what she thought.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: But when she, when it actually walked it out, she went to the soul, mm-hmm. realm. Her flesh yeah. determined how this ought to be no done. More. Right. And and he told her when he was 12 years, I got to be about my father's yeah, business. Right.
0: Yeah. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. you can't put me in a box. Right. Where did you think I was going to be? hmm
1: You can't put me in a box and think that I got to do it this way. Yeah. And, and I don't think she got it. Yeah. Because even when he started ministering, yeah. she would go to the place he would minister uh-huh. to. as they bring him on out of, instead of going in there helping her own son.
0: Yeah. She should have been in the front row seat. Uh-huh. Yeah. If there wasn't no room, it yeah. should have been somebody else uh-huh. right in there.
1: <laughs> she would go yeah, to the I place agree. where where he was ministering uh-huh. and would tell, wouldn't come in herself. Yeah. Send somebody. Tell him to come out here and talk to her. Yeah. Now he could have been in there raising the dead.
0: Yeah, healing somebody. Yeah. In
1: other words, you stop what you're doing and come out here and talk to your mom. Yeah. See, this is what I know. Yeah. That's why he said, don't feel sorry about your family That's situation. Right. Yeah. You love and, your and And this is what the Lord, you were saying something and the Lord showed this to me. You were talking about how things that go bumping the night. Yeah. How things change. They're going one way and then something happened and now it's going another way. Yeah. And he said, look at Joseph. Yeah. Look at Joseph. He said, Joseph, what happened to him was horrible. Yeah. And he got put into prison. He said, Joseph did not realize that that horrible thing that happened to him was meant for him to be promoted. Uh-huh. And a lot of times we think because the goal don't look good that it's going to have a bad end. But sometimes God, he twists the thing around yeah. because now it's time for you to go in another direction because he got some higher ground for That's you. That's good. And as long as you're going along this road, you won't get You'll it. You'll never reach it. He'll yeah. throw monkey riches, yeah. a monkey in the rich or whatever, yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it was going fine. Oh, no, no. You don't dwell in that mountain long enough.
0: Yeah,
1: It's time to go forward. There's another place. That's Just true. like when I, I left that church. I was there for five years. The Lord never told me to go there in the first place, but I had my own reasons why I went there, and I worked on that. I worked at the altar. That was my thing. I worked at altar for five years, getting them babies fresh off the altar. And I I had just got to a place where I was going to get the teenage girls. The person that was doing that, they went off the scene, and I got... I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to work with these girls, you know, because I don't want them to get involved in immorality. I mean, and that's when the Lord's, mm time to go. Yeah. And I said, Lord, this is what I've been praying for that I can get these g- yeah. young girls. And now I got them because somebody else had them. And, and, and now I had them. And that was going to be my life. Journey that was going. I was going to pour myself into them girls and boys because we had both. Uh, talking about how to uh, uh, not get involved in immorality, drugs, uh, bad relations. I was going to work it, and the Lord stopped me. He said, "No." He yeah. said, "Your journey here is over." Yeah. He said, "I got another place, people waiting on what I put in you." Yeah. You got to go over there now. And uh, and I said, well, no, Lord. And he said, you know what you're doing? See, you don't see what I'm saying. Amen. Remember we talked about Elijah. Yeah. And he That's said, good. if you see me, the Lord would deal with, he said, in order for Elijah to take on and get a double, he had to see what Elijah, his mentor saw. Yes. Because God was working with Elijah in miracles, and so Elijah had to be on that level That's and right. see like Elijah did it because God wanted to continue not only what Elijah was doing, but in a greater manner. Yes. So Elisha had to see eye to eye or see what Elijah was at his level in order to get The double portion. You can't be down here doing your own thing and and being jealous and angry with this one. You're not seeing eye to eye with your mentor. In order for you to get that, you, he said, in order for you to get what you want, you're gonna have to see like I see. Yes. What I'm seeing, what God doing with me, what God telling me to do, and if you get up there. Then, it's a, now, then you could have that which you asked for. Yeah. And, and and the same thing uh, in this situation. Joseph thought it was a horrible thing. Good job. He was doing a good job. Potiphar didn't have to do nothing but, but eat and, and, and Joseph was in charge of everything. Yeah. And then there was something that flew in there and turned the whole thing around. It looked like it was a bad thing, but in truth
0: Hallelujah. it
1: was a place that God Second in command in Egypt, and he wasn't gonna get it at Potiphar's house. God. It's it's going one way. He said, but you got to have my heart, my my thoughts. Yeah. And 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 if you don't know my thoughts, if you don't know my heart, you'll be. And I'm trying to maneuver it to your destiny, your future, and your hope. Like he tells us, and over here. Yeah. He said, this is the way it's been, and it's been glory. He said. Yeah. Yes. But in order for you to get your future and the help, I gotta stop this here. Yeah. And twist it. So it will force you to go in a different it will force you That's good. to talk to other people. It will force you to be in other places that you haven't been before. Yeah. Yeah. And he said we have to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, because he said when Jonah went to Nineveh, he didn't really have to do much. Yeah. But when he preached to them, them people, they repented. My goodness. They yeah. went down in sackcloth, and you yeah. put the animals on the fast. Yeah. That's just how yeah. he was able to get these barbarians. They yeah. were brutal barbarians. But they had a heart. And he told this, and then I'm going to shut up. He told Jonah... Now, you having mercy for a gourd that I put up there, you didn't even grow the thing. You want to spare the gourd, but you don't want to spare these Ninevites over here that don't know their right hand from yeah. their left. They don't know what they're doing, but you would rather have them killed.
0: Yeah.
1: Instead of, you know, having my heart, mm. I'm not willing that anybody perish. Yeah. And, uh, we have to, as a people, as the body of Christ, we have to what it says, lean not to our own understanding. We have to forsake our, yeah. our unrighteous thoughts.
0: Yeah.
1: We have to turn, like he told us in second corinthian second chronicles 7 14, humble yourself yeah. and pray. Seek my face and turn yeah. from your ways, your ways, and seek my ways. Yeah. He said, I, "I I can heal the land, yeah, but it's I need you.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm in you at work, both the willing to do with my good blood. I need you to be in the right place yes. at the right time. You know, so yeah. we're gonna pick up a little bit more. I think we covered a lot." Yeah. The Holy Spirit is really giving us a lot of stuff, but it is something that we need as a body of Christ. We need to ponder, ponder these things, yes. especially when we go into prayer. And I advise the body of Christ to do like He tell us in Amen. in Ephesians six and eighteen: pray in the Spirit. Yes. Because you don't know what you ought to pray for as you are. Don't get in there telling God what He ought to do. Yeah. You shut up, pray in the spirit, and if you go far enough in the spirit, God will tell you what he wants yes. to do. Put in some time praying in the spirit and let the Holy Spirit tell you what God wants done. That's right. And then we can get we can get some work done around here instead of us being all stagnated trying to patch up something old and stuff with Jesus and already cleansed that That's thing. Good. You know, and and here we is gonna try to help patch it up. God didn't already, uh, he said, I'm calling nothing that I cleanse uncommon. And here we are, and, and I just wanted to be on the right plane with the Lord, so he can do. And as you said, Apostle, God's gonna do what he wanna yes. do
0: mm-hmm.
1: with or, or without. without us.
0: Amen, amen. And I suggest yeah.
1: that he do it with us. Amen, amen. Amen. So I just thank God for the word of God and for those that have tuned in today. I want you to remember what Jesus said to those people that were at the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters this spake he of the Holy Spirit. And Apostle, I just want to ask you, did you have anything else that you want to no, say? No, no. That mm-hmm. was, that was mm-hmm. This spake he of the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. I love you. You have an outstanding afternoon. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, there's a mighty river flow in this place.
0: Oh Jesus. There's a
1: mighty river flowing. There's a mighty river.